Episode 115, I am JoJo Keys, and thanks to Toby, Snowstorm Toby, we're a night late. Rob yeah. was Rob's in the thick of the snowstorm, Toby, and he was a little worried about traveling last night, so everybody's okay, no real big issues other than it was just weather-related, so thanks for hanging out with us and uh, coming a night late. No special, no panel guests tonight, but I'm hanging out with David Granny Pants Werba as oh. usual. How you it's doing? Back. Man, you brought it back. Nice. No, feeling good, man. I wanted to update people on uh, the website. We just, I think, what was it, like a week or two ago, we just did this huge chunk of reviews. We must have done like seven or eight in like a few days, like a three or four day period. So um, so the people waiting on reviews were almost totally caught up. It's usually about a few weeks delayed. Uh, from one business days normally, which seems like a long time. Yeah. But it goes by quick. Yeah, but we're but we're we're cranking them out. So uh, just wanted to update people. Feeling good tonight, Joe. We got some interesting music tonight. We got John yep. Jay in the house. He's going to talk about his life story <laughs> or something like that. Because you know it already, right? Well, hey man, we're going to sounds find like out. you're doing some hardcore research on this guy. He knew some stuff I didn't even know about, and I just like his music. So, <laughs> hey man, I like to dig in there, see what the hell's going on with these musicians, man. All right, so Rob is uh, pushing all the buttons. He's back tonight. He's nice and healthy, except for that cough and when he was blowing his nose and stuff. Anyway, I hope you're feeling okay, Rob. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get to some music. This is actually the next review that's going to be published on the website. I'm almost done with it. And actually, feature featured artists in a few months because I was so impressed with what this band's been doing lately. Um, they've had a singer change, and they've consolidated, if you will. And I think it's for the best. I love I love what they're doing right now. So uh, let's go ahead and listen to watch the lyric video. Rainy Day Crush, Heartbreak, or How to Get Over It. Hit it, Rob. I up a pencil and I got down to work. I was trying to make sense out of these feelings that lurk behind everything gone. Everything that's right Just when it finally felt good to be a liar Feelings like these are a million years old I felt it coming deep in my bones Sharpened my pencil, stayed up one more hour I was trying to be brave, trying not to cower Behind all of my bravado and all of these words But this isn't working and it's time that you heard It come in deep in my bones You broke my heart, but hey, that's okay I'm still alive, I can fight one more day You can blame me if that helps you speak Knowing you made some promises you couldn't keep So this is my love letter letting you Use me up You knock me down This is me getting up You broke my heart But hey, that's okay I'm still alive I can fight one more day You can blame me If that helps you speak Knowing you made some promises You couldn't keep I 
Indie Music Live, episode 115. I'm JoJo Keys. It's a random Wednesday night, and we're here on Indie Music Live. Thanks to Snowstorm Toby, we had to delay an evening. But I'd like to say welcome to Daniel Powell Jr., Annie Stoic, the Vag Core. Annie Lee Stoic herself. is here. here. Wow. Yes. we got to have that chick on as a special, as a, a panel guest. Uh, Lincoln Plowman, Warren Galloway, Paul Acido, Dennis Halsebrook, uh, Kenneth Hawks, Chris Swan was in. I don't know if he's still here, but so what's up, everybody? That was Rainy Day Crush with Heartbreak or How to Get Over It. Uh, we're going to have them on as featured artists. I got an itchy nose this week. Um, going to have them on as featured artists coming up. Uh, I'd like to know what everybody else thinks about that in the comments. Remember, you can still comment on uh, the replay. Got John Jay in the house. He's coming up in just a minute. So. Rainy Day Crush, they had girl singers for a long time, um, and they've been around since the 90s overall. They took an extended break like a lot of bands do these days, you know, like eight years or something, I believe, something like that. But um, they're back, and they, um, they're back again. Um, <laughs> Matt, Jumpy Matt, as they call him, uh, he just briefly, before I let you take it over, let it, uh, hand the reins over to you, Dave, he told me, and when he sent in the information for the review, he said that um, – one of the things that he said is the, when their CD was released at a week after their first rehearsal after the CD release party, their singer quit. <laughs> Ooh. So I can relate to that because I've been in a situation like that. The day that our we've got two thousand CDs back in the back in the mail, you know, to start selling and start pushing, like two members <laughs> quit. Anyway, so <laughs> so I can relate to that. But anyway, what he said is they also audition singers and stuff and. So he just decided to start getting in the studio to um, keep the creative juices flowing, and he said he ended up auditioning for his own band. So that's him singing there. So what do you think, Dave? Okay, I guess that's good to know. That's interesting. I mean, it's Rainy Day Crush, man. This is we're, they're a trio now. I know, but man, they they submitted to us two years ago, right? Oh like yeah, this, the, yeah. We've we've reviewed their stuff uh, way back in the beginning of this uh, project. Um. This was interesting, man. I really, really like the guitar work in this, like the percussive style, uh, the panning. I think that was stellar. I think that was my favorite part of the song. So kudos to the player, uh, whoever did that. Um, another nice piece that I wanted to hear more of is like when he when he kind of went into his high voice, the vocalist, kind of reminded me of James Hetfield. It was almost like a little Metallica moment. I don't know. Did you feel that? Too? It's like, well, no, no, not at all, dude. but hey, whatever. Really? <laughs> <All right. different. laughs> but what I was looking for was uh, more emotion in, in the vocals. So I don't know if they're kind of like shuffling the singers and everything, but that's all I was longing for on this tune. Other than that, I was... Well, you'll probably be able that. to get to talk to Matt about that in June-ish. Oh. Nice, so, man. We'll go head to head. May or June. I think it's early May. Yeah, I think it might be May 8th. But anyway, yeah. Um, so cool. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's. Uh, so this is a one of the batch reviews that you were talking about, Dave, that we put up recently. Uh, we had a lot of we had a lot of country artists. I think a, um, a manager or something was was submitting all of his country artists and stuff. So I'm not a huge country dude, not a huge country buff. But I enjoy good music, no matter what genre it is. So let's talk to let's listen to uh, Matt Weston with "Our Redneck of the Woods." Hit, Hit it, Rob. It, Rob. Oh. Our state flower is a satellite dish. 
My favorite line in that song is something about the guns not being there for show. <laughs> Probably not really the best topic to talk about tonight, but hey, that was Matt Weston, our redneck of the woods. Our rednecks real. I, I, I just saw this interview with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, Larry King last night. It was some late night YouTube. About rednecks? Yeah, about rednecks. Like, what is a redneck? And, and, Steve Austin's definition was just like, you know, someone who likes to be in the outdoors, hunt, fitch, you know, <laughs> it was real, like, that's it. That was his definition of it. <laughs> okay. I mean, just someone who likes to, like, I don't know, a oh, Southern that, dude who likes to be outside. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's other connotations to it. I would add, it. like, you know, slightly racist <laughs> to that. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But this song, I mean, this this guy's voice was like, man, really rich and deep. It's like, I think that he was... He that country voice. Yeah, but it was like really like, you know, hit, hitting those low notes. Uh, I was uh, chatting with John Jay as he was playing here. We're like, Chad Kroger, man. Chad Kroger from Nickelback. He's kind of got like a similar inflection, you know, obviously a little more country style in it and everything, but... Uh, yeah, and I think I uh, I don't remember the story. I think this was a dedication to um, maybe his one of his parents or something. Like I think he took a year off to like. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yep. So I mean, I respect that and everything. Uh, I I would I'd like to hear that voice and maybe some you know start to cross over into like some different genres. Well, you know, I don't even think that he's actually like a, a you know like. He has a manager and stuff, and I don't know how long he's actually been doing the country music thing. I think it was like something that I think that it was wasn't necessarily like he's been playing, paying his dues and doing country music, and you know, yeah, it was like an experiment. But I mean, you listen to that yeah. song; it sounds like he's been doing it for like ten years. Yeah. So that I, I just I, I just want to hear that voice and like other stuff because it's uh it's pretty pretty impressive, man. Cool. It's got some pipes. 
So let's totally change gears then right now. Let's just take a complete 180, and uh, we're going to welcome our featured artist tonight. First, I want to thank him for being flexible uh, for uh, – and all of you for being flexible also for, you know, waiting a night. If you even notice that this is a different night that we're on. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to be on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock, but uh, we had some issues, so we're here tonight. And uh, we have featured artist John Jay out of Atlanta hanging out with us tonight. So, John, how you doing, man? Thanks for being flexible and being here tonight. I'm doing all right. And yourself? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, so I was kind of telling you, this is kind of uh, the point when I, when I introduce you into the, into the show and sort of let you know that um, I pick all the artists to be on the show and um, whether or not your genre of music is like my forte or something that, um, you know, I listen to all the time, you stood out to me and you deserve to be featured artist on the show. So I'm glad you're here. I will have everybody, all the featured artists, give their um, elevator pitch, if you will, about their music and what they're what they're doing and stuff. So if you could just sort of explain who you are briefly and tell us a little bit about the song "The Remedy," then we're going to come back and get deeper with Dave. Mm. Okay, we'll give you the the quick elevator pitch. Of course, I'm from uh, my name is John Jay. I'm from Houston. I moved to Atlanta a few years back, uh, so it's, it's always a, a southern undertone within the music, but the influences all over the place uh, with this project. With this song, The Remedy, it was on the first part of a, it was a long drawn out series. It's uh, this Sunday music was the first part of the series. So er, I, I was going to release a series of concept albums, Sunday music. The next project that's coming out is Monday music, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, basically the soundtrack to your week. So you can just, and well, it's, all, cool. it's all, it's all, it's all going to tell one big, and, one big story in the end and it's um i know i have to um shorten the album because i know people's attention spans aren't that long so it's i don't know why i came up with this this process but i i was influenced by kanye with the college dropout late registration graduation whole thing so that's why i figured let me be a storyteller and try to do that to the best of my ability so this song right here is the remedy uh, it's, it's featured on Sunday music, which is out now. And yeah, there, let's hear it, man. Let's uh, hit you it. What are you supposed yeah. to say? <laughs> Listen, uh, what are we supposed to do? It? Hit it, Rob. <laughs> Girl, I hope you play this a hundred thousand times And let my power line shot, shock your mind Till it devours time Tick-tock, kick rocks cause you're bound to find the, the one who's proud to shine And show you off looking like a dollar sign And ain't always trying to figure like a Dina Howard Trying to throw your balls like, like Joe Mauer I'm just waiting on my moment Cut the stomach of the niggas, they be on it Yeah, I know you got the ball But I'm pretty sure that we all been double-crossed like a pound sign But hey, what you doing on like your downtime? Hey, better get around, fry Cause we need to hook up and do something for free Like walking around, I'm just playing 
Am I wrong for communicating through zones and putting my thoughts in the form of a poem? Or am I delirious? I know the fear of you should be your fear of you to pain you own. We can skip the anomics, gnomics, looking like you bone it, bone it. My bad, I was facing out, looking at the trunk, and we just had a rick bad moment. Woo! Hot, freaking, freaking chin. Or if you're not the one, then then you're, you're the prototype. Now you're telling me your heart been beat up like a Kodo fight. Huh, good God. That's what the river say. To wipe it up, uh, never hesitate. Hey, hey, you make a nigga wanna update his resume. Let's get it. Hold up, wait a minute. All she needed was some, was some hold up. Wait a minute, all she needed was some, was some hold up. Wait a minute, all she needed was some, was some hold up. Wait a minute, all she needed was some, was some use a bad shit and put your hands in the air, your hands in the air, your hands in the air. Use a bad shit and put your hands in the air, your hands in the air, your hands in the air, your hands in the air. Deeper with Dave. Deeper with Dave. Oh yeah. Sponsored by. I'm looking for a new jingle for Deeper with Dave. I forgot to say that in the intro. God, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, if anyone wants to write a little 10-second jingle, that thing is getting stale as hell, and I know it. I'm the first to admit it. It's horrible. All right, John Jay, man. So we, I think it's safe to say you're a baller, man. You're a baller in the studio. You're a baller on the basketball court, man. It's like you, you played basketball in college, right? Yeah, yeah. I ended up playing at Mississippi Valley State, and then I went to Prairie View A&M. And yeah, it was short-lived. It didn't um, quite pan out the way I wanted it to, but, you know, it's, you know, it's all part of the process, and I feel like it, it definitely didn't happen for a reason. What was your prime? What age was like your prime of your basketball skills? <laughs> was it freshman uh, year? Uh, no, I would I'd say probably like the last year that I played, but it was just, you know, of course, like with anything, any job, it's all about politics. It's all about who you know, but mm-hmm. with this, it, it just kind of phased out and it was like, all right, look, it's, you know, I'm, I'm racking up a ton load of uh, student loan debt. So let me just get this degree and get up out of here. Uh, so well, what's kind of cool with that is that you're, you know, you kind of, you know, went on this path and everything. You're actually still kind of, you're working at NBA TV and CNN. You're doing some production work. So you're still kind of in the game in a sense, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still in the game. Just uh, behind the scenes now. If I, if I can't be on the court, I'm going to be the guy. I'm, I'm the technical dude uh, trying to figure out every how everything works. Like Rob here. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's I've always had a fascination with with putting stuff together and learning how stuff works because I know if you learn how stuff works behind the scenes, it'll help you uh, in front of this camera as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. Cool. So what what I want to do tonight, I, I want to like deconstruct the sound that you've reached and you know and the song that we just heard. Like, how did you? What are the influences? Like, how did you reach that point? And I want to go all the way back, man. Like, I, I was reading your bio and just. Uh, kind of putting the story together here and where it all began was in watching your mom on stage, man. Like when you were like 12 years old or something. So I, I know she's like a comedian, but where, when you were watching her back then, was she playing music or like what, what kind of grabbed you back then? Well, yeah, absolutely. Whenever we were going on a road trip, she would, uh, you know, she had the, this was back in the day when uh, we had the big CD case with like a hundred and three hundred <laughs> CDs in there. Hell yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would kind of be the unofficial DJ on the road trips. I was about like eight, seven or eight. 
you know, I would be in charge of the music on the, on that portion, but and I was so she'd play a gig like in a different city and just pack up the whole family, do a road trip, and just make it a family affair. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's cool, exactly man. And so while we would be the kids in the back of the comedy club eating chicken tenders, free chicken tenders. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, nice. And uh, so uh, when people were talking about, oh, excuse my language, I'm like, yeah, I grew up around. Yeah, all, all yeah. Stuff. So, so uh, with that, it just, just, just seeing how she would control an audience, and you know, when as she sets up the joke, you're seeing people in in, in anticipation of of the punchline is is just like, oh wow, you can control, like you can control the room like that, and you can. Uh, okay, so that's interesting. So they actually kind of like broke it down to like even specific moments, like you kind of. Mm-hmm. You perceive like she's on stage doing her thing and everything and she'd say or do something where you know the crowd would either laugh or like rumble and you'd be like whoa it's like what's going on what did you what just happened there like you're getting this reaction out of people and that kind of like started to i don't know plant the seed inside you it's like you know i want to kind of do something i want to create something that either inspires or gets some type of reaction out of people is that kind of what you were thinking Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess the first influence is like TV and film because you know she used to work with Steve Harvey back in the day, and mm. uh, just being on the set of that TV show and seeing how everything was ran, I was like, oh man, this this I found what I wanted to do early on. So, all right, cool. So also in your buyer, it's like you mentioned some like seminal moments in terms of the link into music, which was uh, what was it Nas? I mean that uh, you. What, what yeah. does Nas mean to you in terms of your music, your career? Uh, well, it was kind of like the my hip hop bible, so to speak. Illmatic was it was the the first time I tried to write. That was you know the first I tried to compare my rhymes to his. Of course, there was no comparison. I was trash back then. Um, but you know, just Nas, Lupe Fiasco, uh, DMX. Little brother, there's a lot of groups that. Really yeah, I want to the Lupe Fiesco. I want to. Uh, that's like point three in the bio of like these like seminal moments. Uh, so I was like, this is after your you know kind of basketball era in your life, and then you hear was it the Food and Liquor album, Lupe Fiesco? Mm-hmm. You said it. It just kind of like brought you back into that whole scene. It's like you know I, I got to do music again after you were kind of away from it for a while. What was it about that album that just like knocked you on your ass or just like grabbed you? Well, because it was stuff that was out of traditional hip hop. It was, it was just storytelling. You know, most rapper, the, the typical rapper talks about how much money they have and this and that. But when I heard that album, I was like, oh, I didn't know you could talk about that. It's just <laughs> talking about uh, it's social issues, about uh, people growing up without fathers and everything and this and that. And it was, Illmatic was like my Old Testament. Food and Liquor was the New Testament. So it's just like I kind of follow the guidelines <laughs> nice. as far as trying to build, construct an album. So it's always it's always going to be a thought, well thought out process. Cool, man. Um, yeah, I'm thinking like I, the song we just heard. The other thing I wanted to ask you is like I, I I've said it like a billion times on this show of what always kind of like moves me in terms of this style of music, whether it's kind of like rap or hip hop and everything is not just, not just like the rhyme and not just the vocals, but the production behind it, like the sounds, the noises, like how does it blend in 
um, and create this like event that you're a part of. So that's where I want to start. It's like the background, like I was feeling like some trance, you know, it's like even like Enya and just like this, these just kind of waves of sound. I'm curious, like what, where does that come from, man? Because it's like when you, when you listen to like Nas or like the Lupe Fiasco, like the, the band, the rappers that you mentioned, like that, that's not always there. Like where, where does that background music come from for you? Uh, well, of course, with that song, that was a Janet Jackson sample. It was ah, uh, produced, okay. pro- produced by Digital Beats. And yeah, just the the sonics of music has changed throughout the years. Of course, you know, with hip hop back then, it was the boom bap era. And then now it's moving into heavier bass. Now just 808s. Uh, but this one, um, the influence on this one is just, just the accumulation of, of, of everything, pretty much. Uh, I know people say it, it's kind of similar to Kendrick Lamar. So it's, uh, I'm trying to step away from that, trying to be my own artist because everybody keeps trying to compare me mm-hmm. to him. Of course, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing that can be compared to. No, him. it's not. I, I think people like to say that just because that's, you know, I mean, if they only, if they only know of 10 rappers, they, they like to just mm-hmm. call out one of them as, as some type of reference. It's not always like a negative, uh, statement oh, yeah. there, but. All right, cool, man. So, what, what, how often are you playing live? How am I playing live? I'm trying to do something every week. It's more so. It's it's a lot of hole in the wall places, uh, you know. Of, of, of course, you know this, this is this is paying dues. I've been paying dues for a while, mm-hmm. uh, performing in front of twelve people, performing in front of hundreds of people. Who, uh, chilling circuit is what they call it, and uh, right now it's. Um, I'm uh, trying to focus all my energy on finishing this project Monday music. So I kind of had to uh, step back from everything in order to focus on finishing this first. Yeah. What I, what I used to like to do with small crowds is I would just take my shirt off. Like if there was just (laughs) like less than 10 people, you know, let's just do something weird. You know, let's not, not, I'm not going to let the spectacle of no one there overtake (laughs) the scene. Again, it's just you know, let's make it strange oh, yeah. or something. But uh, small crowd, small crowds <laughs> work better for me. If I was in shape, I would take my shirt off too. But all right, man, is uh, any shout-outs or any you know social links you want to put out there where people can kind of follow along your story? Oh yeah, uh, my name is John J seven one three across the place across the board on everything Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, you know, seven one three, of course. You know, from Houston, so you know, gotta pay homage to the hometown. Yep. And it's kind of warm there now, so yes. <laughs> Good job with the snow up there. <laughs> All right, John. Pleasure chatting with you, man. It's like when you when you get the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday albums, and everything. You gotta send it back to us, and we'll have you back, man. Oh yeah, and that's another thing. It's uh, I know it's it's been a while since Sunday and Monday, but it's it's kind of uh. I was kind of simultaneously making all seven albums at once and I didn't even know it. So it's going to be back to back to back to back and it's going to be an event for 2018. All right. All right, man. Awesome. All right. So we're going to move on. We're going to hit it with Rob here really soon. I believe the song is Fenwick by Chris Garriott. Is that correct? Hit it, Rob. Bingo. Hit it, Rob. Right there. Hit it. Sandy beaches, wind 
swept away Sun up on the bay While the children play It's been so cold Under concrete skies There is a place Where weary like kites fly Serenity Traps float up to Bethany, you'll play a little two hand touch. It doesn't matter how or when, we'll just relax, figure it out then. I had a dream, I was in a sailboat with you. But no worries We hit a sandbar In two feet of water We laughed I kissed your shoulder That was Fenwick by Chris Garriott. Joe, I'm glad you picked this song out of the bunch. I'm glad you didn't skip past it because I got I got some good stuff here, man. I like this guy. This yeah. guy's good. You can catch the review we just did on, on him, too, on the site, on the website. Yeah, so this uh this is a this is a really beautiful song. Like like I didn't there's just some timing issues here, but I I was able to look past that. Uh, it, it's just the lyrics, the composition is, is the strength here for sure. Um, reminded me of the band, mid seventies band called Orleans. They had that song "Dance with Me." It's really similar flavor. It's like mm. "Dance with Me." It's like oh, a, okay. I would, yeah, I would encourage uh, Chris to go check that out. Was, Can you finish kinda, that song for me? Uh, after the show, and we can record. It's not it, Dancing Queen, is it? <laughs> no, no, that's Abba, I think. But, uh, but Chris, dude, if you're listening, man, seriously, man, you gotta, you have to re-record this tune, man. Like, do do not just like throw this in the demo bin and forget about it. This is a beautiful song, but there's timing issues just with the different instruments. Like the, uh, there was only a few moments where he was kind of playing to a tambourine as like the click of the song other than that it was just like uh sparse guitars and you know different sounds going on and it just wavered you know well, that's that's one of that's one of yeah. the things i mentioned in the review is just slightly in some spots i mean i, I enjoyed a lot of it i don't i mean and folk isn't really something i go to all the time either but um i enjoyed a lot of his lyrics and all that stuff and the songwriting and the songs themselves there was just my production ear though was I would get I would hear those you know double re, the double tracks guitars would get slightly off on the strums here and there and it would yeah just, yeah because there, there's no like consistent there's no click track there's no drummer there I mean 
Well, there so, could be, but it's just one of those things that sort of just fell through the cracks almost in the mix. Well, that, yeah, that's why I recommend uh, for Chris to listen to uh, Orleans, that song Dance With Me, it's because what they have is like a, a brush drummer. And I think that would work well in this song. It's not, you know, not the hard snare and everything, just a nice brush drum, uh, just some type of beat that's consistent throughout. Because once the tambourine came in, I'm feeling it's like, all right, we got the beat now. And then it went away. I'm like, oh, we we like lost the timing again. And it was it was a bummer because I, I just I really like the composition here, man. It was like a great tune. So all right. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about that? That's it, man. <laughs> cool. We got a shorty but a goodie tonight. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And everybody on the replay, thanks for still hanging out. Remember, you can still comment on the replay and let us know what you think. You can also uh, tweet us or message us or whatever you want. I'm JoJo Keys. Dave Warba is also here with me. Robert Hicks, the man behind the oh, – hey, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's on camera. That's huge. It's the man. It's the man right there. All right, Anybody needs help with their music, or not with their music, but their video production? <laughs> if you need help with your music production, call us. If you need help with your video production, call Rob. Anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back regular time next week, Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time with one of my childhood stars, fam- favorites, or whatever you want to talk about. They just came out with a new, with a new band. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. See you later. Hit it, Rob. Thank you. Close. Just when it finally felt good to be alive Feelings like these are a million years old I felt it coming deep in my bones Sharpen my pain